Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes today. Today I am super, super excited to have the gorgeous Denise Duffield Thomas with us. So Denise, if you don't know, is a lazy, self-made millionaire and unbusy mother of three children. Her best-selling books give a fresh and funny roadmap to creating an outrageously successful life and business. As a money mindset mentor, Denise helps women release their fear of money, set premium prices for their services and take back control over their finances. She's an award-winning speaker, author, and entrepreneur who helps women transform their their economy class mindset into a first-class life. Denise lives with her family by the beach in sunny Australia. So thank you so much, Denise, for joining me today. What a great introduction that I wrote myself. (laughs) Thank you, Emma. (laughs) I appreciate you having me on. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you on and to obviously talk all things money mindset with you and obviously girl boss as well, being an entrepreneur. So there'll be so many listeners eager to listen, I feel, to hear all your incredible tips today. So before we get into the juicy content, one question that I ask every guest who comes on is, when did you spiritually awaken and what's your story and would you even class yourself as spiritual? You know, uh, so I grew up in a non-religious Um, family. Um, Not that we were against religion, it just wasn't a thing at all. And so I didn't even know there was anything else beyond that. You know, I know there were friends of mine whose families went to church, but I didn't know there was anything else you can do. So the the honest truth is um, I I started uh, learning about that kind of stuff from watching Oprah, because I don't know if you remember or if you even watched Oprah, but she had a segment called remembering your spirit and she was the one in my life who started talking about more spiritual concepts and um, talking about connecting with your intuition and meditating and, and uh, believing in a higher purpose, not necessarily, you know, one particular religion. And so I think she um, sort of sparked in me of like, Oh, 
you don't have to go to church, but you can be spiritual. You can, um, you know, have something inside you that you believe in. And it was, it was really quite comforting. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily be someone who, like, who even identifies as someone who's super, super spiritual. But um, I, I do believe, you know, that we have something inside us that um, is connected to the universe and to each other. And that's of great comfort. Definitely. And I think, like you said, it's, you can really take what you want from spirituality as well. Like you said, obviously Oprah was that kind of guide for you with meditation and learning about these things. And it's just nice to think to experiment with things sometimes and see what resonates with you, see what, you know, feels true to you and just kind of take bits that feel good and kind of, you know, ignore anything that doesn't necessarily resonate with you. So I love that. I love your story as such. So let's talk about your new book then, Chillpreneur. So for any business queens listening, how can any business owners embrace the flow and become a chillpreneur? And what is your definition of a chillpreneur as well? Yes. Okay. So for those of you who are familiar with my book and have seen the cover, it's a lady on the beach with a laptop, which is hilarious because I say in the book that being a chillpreneur is not about having to move to Bali or working on the beach because for most of us, that is, that's quite unrealistic. But being a chillpreneur is a state of, it's an attitude. And the attitude is there is always an easier way and business doesn't have to be hard and we can prosper by doing business in ways that feel really good to us. So a chillpreneur is someone who believes in a, um, an abundant universe for all of us. A chillpreneur is someone who takes the path of least resistance where they can. A chillpreneur is someone who um, wants to do good in the world and is okay making money as well. So it really, it's, it's one of those things that is um, self-defined, you know, because when I first started in business, I was obsessed with learning about blueprints and, you know, marketing strategies and all that kind of stuff. And what I realized is that not every strategy works for every person because we're all so different and what works for my personality might feel really hard to you and vice versa. So it's really that, um, I, I say know thyself and prosper because there is a chilled more, well, an easier path for all of us. You just have to find it and give yourself permission to make it easy. Absolutely. And it, it's all about that permission, isn't it? At the end of the day. And I think, there is that kind of mentality of when you first start, obviously there is, you know, a lot of work that needs to go into start a business. But I think as you kind of get comfortable with it, that hustle still remains and you kind of feel like you have to keep going, keep doing stuff at that kind of, you know, masculine energy as such of like keep birth and keep doing stuff, keep showing up. So the, I love the way that you put it of embracing the flow with business because I'm all about that. And I was like, yes, I love this so much. So money seems to be the number one concern for a wellness business owner. This is why I hear time and time again. So what tips would you give to someone who maybe thinks they have money blocks? Well, you know, if you were to go back 20, 30 years where the internet was just fair, it seemed very far away for most people, you know, and even, I mean, God, 20 years ago when I was at um, 
university, the internet was barely a thing, let alone e-commerce, right? So there is this sense of um, what real business is. And, and for some of us, we feel kind of guilty doing something that feels enjoyable to us because business used to be manufacturing something, you know, making something with your hands and selling it to someone local to you, really. There was no other way to do it. Um, and so when we have a business that's about helping people or about something that's kind of intangible, like personal growth, personal development, helping people, you know, live their lives in a better way or helping people with their health or helping people with their wellness or, um, you know, just something that's intangible. It's actually going to bring up a lot of stuff for people. And there's a, especially for women, I'm going to say that, especially for women, because a lot of those skills that now are businesses that didn't exist, let's face it, a lot of our businesses didn't exist before, um, they are things that we're praised for and almost seen as um, invisible labor that shouldn't be that shouldn't be paid for you know supporting people being a good listener um helping helping people solve problems in their lives and for most of us who are in that kind of field we were doing that for free you know like I don't know about you but I was doing that as like at school you know I was always the kid who was trying to help my help solve my friends problems or I was always the the kid who um, was trying to motivate my friends you know and I didn't think that was a job and it wasn't a, it really wasn't a job back then um, so one of the big lessons that we all have to learn is that it's totally okay to help people and make money and it's totally okay to make money from something that is easy and enjoyable for you because somebody needs that to shortcut their success or to hold them accountable or to improve their lives and that is worth for them to, to pay for it. And it's totally okay for you to earn money doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you say, you know, I remember when I was in school myself, like YouTube was literally just starting. And I, you know, at that time I was doing videos thinking like, oh, this is just a bit of fun and never in my wildest dreams, you know, eight years, well, 10 years on from that point, did I think that YouTube could be a career for people or that you could earn money off YouTube. So, you know, the jobs that that didn't exist when we were children and kind of teenagers growing up, you know, it's ever evolving. And I think even, you know, with our next um, generation with children, there's going to be jobs that even we don't know about yet that they'll be able to do. And I think that's the beauty of the kind of evolving world as such that we are taking things digitally and able to do so much more with people. And, you know, whether it's a wellness business or any business, so much is like thriving and expanding at the moment. And another question off the back of that, actually, is a lot of the time I hear from clients I work with and followers saying, you know, I just don't think my idea is unique enough. I just don't know what my kind of niche is or my unique selling point. What would you say to those people who think, oh, well, someone else has kind of done what I've done already? Well, and they have, but here's the thing. They haven't done it like you have, you know, and I'm a, a perfect example of this. I'm not the only person teaching money mindset and some people will hear it um, because of my voice, because of the way I've said it or the examples I've used or the stories, or they'll resonate with my, um, how I look or, you know, that I've got kids or whatever, right? So if you hold yourself back from just sharing what you can help people with, you might take away someone's opportunity to improve their lives because they might not resonate with anyone else 
who's saying it. So you've got the exact lock for their key and vice versa. And so that's why I don't, I don't worry about competitors in a way because yeah, everything's been done. Like literally we've just got different mediums and different ways of, of, you know, helping people in the future we'll just be hologramming into this will be literally a hologram <laughs> we'll be sitting in someone's lounge room like a hologram but the, the the things we're talking about are universal people are always going to want to improve their lives people are always going to want to look and feel better they want to protect their children and um you know have beauty in their lives that is going to be that is going to be true 200 years from now mm. but um you have no one has a voice like yours. Literally, you have your own unique way of saying things, which is why it's so important not to, um, you know, role model too much on other people's businesses because tell your own stories. Um, don't wait until you've lost 10 pounds to get on camera because someone will see you and go, oh my gosh, she looks like me. Or, you know, don't be afraid to talk about your flaws because that could be the thing that, that, you know, really help somebody. Um, so, you know, like snowflakes, there's no, even if you're doing the exact same thing as somebody else, you know, on paper, it's not going to be the same and it's not going to land the same to your potential clients. Absolutely. And we all learn differently as well through life. So like you say, that unique perspective of how we share and teach others, you know, it, it's not going to be done in the same way. Absolutely right. So in your book, Chillpreneur, you talk about obviously the infamous burnout and what can happen to um, entrepreneurs when they burn out. So I'm intrigued to know, have you ever been burned out in business and what are your top tips for anybody who's feeling like that right now? Yeah. And I, I don't want anyone to think that, you know, burning out is makes you weak or unambitious or anything like that. And I, I'm saying that because that's the exact same thing I said to myself when I was experiencing burnout I was first of all I didn't think I could burn out because I was like I'm not Taipei I don't even wear a suit anymore I work for myself like I wear yoga pants all day like <laughs> you know like how hard could my life be so I was really beating myself up over it and there, there's a couple of reasons and I've probably done, had maybe three major burnouts in the last 10 years um, one was because I was trying to do everything in my business the second one was because I was trying to do everything in my business. And the third one was probably because I was trying to do everything in my business. Um, but specifically, I remember the first one was because um, I was doing a lot of one-to-one -one consults and living in Australia um, isn't always the best time zone for people. So I remember someone saying, well, that time doesn't work for me. And I went, okay, I'll get up at 4.30 in the morning for you. And then I would have clients. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All day long and, my, you know, my last client of the day will be like, oh, okay, well, I'll stay up until 11 o'clock for you. And, um, and I was doing that, you know, on weekends and everything. And so that was my first big one, just because I couldn't set boundaries with people, you know, and, and not only that was I, um, you know, doing really, really long hours outside of my, um, wellness, (laughs) you know, what would work for me. I was also really over delivering. So, uh, an hour session would go for three hours people would text me, they would Facebook message me, they would Skype me all day long and I would respond within five minutes. And so that was my first first big burnout. Um, my second one though came from launching because I started doing launches for my course and I was doing everything. I was doing the video editing, I was creating the sales pages, I was doing the graphics, I was doing the tech stuff, I was doing you know, all of it. And so by the time I got to the actual launch and the launch did really well, I was like, can I swear? I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on your podcast. Yeah, you go but, for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, holy fuck, now I've got to deliver this. You know, and I was like super resentful for the people who had just given me money. I was like, oh, now I have to talk to you. Um, and so I remember after that launch, you know, it was a really successful launch. When I think one of my first ever six-figure launches. And for like three weeks, I just, I just sat and just like uh, played Candy Crush on my phone because I just couldn't muster up any energy to do anything. Um, And then the third burnout happened in uh, probably about 2017. So I just had had two babies by then. I didn't take a proper maternity leave. And I was still, you can see the theme here, I was um, still reading and answering every single message in my Facebook group. day and night, you know, I'd be breastfeeding at three o'clock in the morning. I thought, oh, I may as well jump into my group and answer a couple of questions. Um, I was getting tagged on Christmas day that year, you know, and so what's, I mean, I think everyone's probably got their own theme around burnout, but for me, it was, I have to do everything myself, Hmm. Um, you know, or, or it doesn't count. And, um, and so it was really big and I still feel it sometimes, you know, I still, go into that space of, oh, I need to do it all myself. And, um, you know, at the start of the coronavirus, I I started doing a ton of interviews for people because people wanted to know, how do I work on my money mindset during coronavirus? And I had to go and have some naps in the afternoon because it was a lot of energy to take on. So I I really see too for people who um, serve clients in groups, there's this sense that um, holding space for people is invisible work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't count. And when you're responsible for people and trying to help people transform their lives, you think about them at night. Sometimes you dream about them. You know, you, you're responsible for somebody and that is work. 
that is work and you can't discount that. Um, and yeah, so burnout, I'm, and I'm sure I'll have other moments of burnout too, because I can be really stubborn about getting help and <laughs> I can often fall into that trap of thinking I have to do it all myself. Definitely. And it's so right what you said about how holding that space and, and kind of helping people is an invisible service. It really, really is. And I see it time and time again, and I've had to learn this myself as well of you can only do so much. And when you're holding that space energetically as well, Mm -hmm. that takes your energy. So self-love and self-care is like super, super important for all entrepreneurs and for anyone holding holding that space and and reminding yourself of it, you know, when you're, when it feels too much saying, right, what action can I take to realign here to relax a little bit and to have that boundaries? Like you say, the boundaries is so important because I think it's so easy, isn't it? To just reply to every message and to just feel like you have to. And you've got to book it in sometimes, you know, I remember I went on a big speaking um, tour and I, I put too much in, you know, and I didn't, I didn't create space for it. I had, um, you know, I had a retreat in Bali and I didn't realize how much of that retreat is not teaching, but holding space for people. And, you know, in the breaks, making sure everyone's okay and checking the energy of everybody. And then I, we finished the retreat at 5 PM. I was on a plane back to Australia at 10 PM. I didn't even have, I didn't even take a day off to have a massage and, you know, do all the things. And so you have to learn from that and then you have to go, oh, okay, if I have, you know, um, a a client, I can only do this many in a day and then I'm going to block off my calendar. And you can do that automatically in most systems. Or if I'm having a retreat, I have to make sure I've got two days, you know, post-retreat where I don't have to do anything. And, you know, you can learn from that experience and just put that as part of your business perspective. procedures <laughs> can't talk <laughs> absolutely so in your book chillpreneur you talk about the golden goose and keyless life concepts and these really intrigue me so i'd love to know what are these yeah okay so the golden goose is from the fairy tale about um the golden goose and the golden goose laid golden eggs and this greedy man decided that he was going to open the goose and get all the eggs because he couldn't wait for that daily egg and he he killed the goose he opened it up and there was only goose guts inside there were no eggs because that's what the goose did with their energy every day is is created those eggs so i realized in my business that i the only non-renewable resource the only thing i cannot outsource is me and my energy and my life force and i remember just saying to my hubby too when he came in the business he um he had to learn this as well right is that not that he is a that he had to protect his energy he had to protect my energy because i am the golden goose of our company and um and that took boundaries with him because i was like dude if i if i burn out like or if i um you know get sick or if i um i don't know if i have mental health problems because of overwork the money will stop eventually, dude, you know? So I am the golden goose. Um, and that was a really hard lesson for him to learn too, as well as me. Um, and then the keyless life thing, this is brilliant because I am naturally someone who looks for the shortcuts and looks for the ease. And so I, I realized when I got this car, my, a new car, that it had keyless entry, which means that you can just put the key somewhere in your handbag 
and you can just press a button and the car will open. And so I was like, oh, what else can I do with this? So I decided to put electronic keypads on all of my doors at home so I didn't have to literally carry keys. Um, so it's, it's a literal kind of rule about like how can you create your life where you don't have to carry shit? <laughs> but it's symbolic of like what are those little annoyances in your life that you can take care of so you take away some of the friction and you might think oh god it's not that big a deal Denise fishing keys out of your handbag but you do that every day like if you could just not imagine what those little micro seconds or micro minutes can bring to the wellness of your life and so in your business that is about automation what can you automate so you don't have to think about it. A really good example of that is um, emails back and forth about time zones. No, you can do like an automatic calendar service now, which you can just pay a little bit of money and your clients can just book in in their time zone and send reminders and you never have to think about it again. That is a keyless life. Um, and I would really encourage everyone to look for as many of those little things that you can do as possible to automate, delegate or eliminate in your life. And um, even like I even have keypads on my office so I don't have to do it. And I've just done it at my, at my holiday house too, because I never want to have a conversation with somebody about I'm locked out. I don't want to do it. I, um, I have um, phone charges in every room because I was sick of the argument who stole my phone charger? You know, like who took this? Even like with my podcast, because um, just before I, I got on with you, I was watching um, a show on Netflix. And so, you know, like a minute before the podcast, I was running into my office, but my headphones are there. No one will steal my headphones because I have a pair that is just for my office. It doesn't leave. I have a phone charger just for my office, so it doesn't leave. Those little things really add up you know, over your day and, um, and they can free up energy and, and time to have more creativity or more rest or, you know, a lot of different things in your life. So yeah, that's what the keyless life concept is all about. I love that. I love that. And it allows you to be more present in what's going on as well, isn't it? Because if you're faffing around for keys and like you say, losing headphones, losing chargers, it stops you from when you're not working, having those present moments with your family and yourself as well. So it frees up even more of that self-love and downtime, definitely by just having really simple things in place. And even in business terms, like I am all for the automation. It makes life so much easier. And like you say, for a few pennies each month, you know, it's, so worth doing it absolutely so my last question to you today then Denise is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners today yeah okay so um, my first book was called lucky bitch and it was about how to create more kind of luck in your life using the law of attraction and sometimes we think that that luck is something that happens to us right so it's like well I'll wait to be chosen I'll wait until I lose weight. I'll wait until somebody sees my worth. I'll wait till I get invited, you know, onto that podcast or onto that stage, or I'll wait to be invited to apply for that business award, you know, or I'll wait for Mercury retrograde to be over. <laughs> That's a big one, right? I'll wait for, um, you know, the economy to shift and change. I'll wait for my preferred leadership party to get into politics. You know, I'll, I wait, 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 wait. 
And so a mantra that served me really well is today is my lucky day. Today is my lucky day because there's that, you know, kind of old story about the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. And you just can't wait for the luck and for the stars to align. You have to move forward and you have to decide that today is the day. And and tomorrow can be the day as well, but today for sure is the day. Yes, I love that. I love that. It's so simple as well, which, you know, people can just invite into their morning routine and to just feel and invite in those positive vibes. I love that. Thank you so much. So where can everybody find out about your work, Denise, if they want to learn more about your work? Of course. So my website is denisedt.com, but I love hanging out on Instagram. So if everyone's on their phone or their computer right now, go to Instagram, type in Denise DT, as in Duffield Thomas with a D for dog, and um, and follow me and hit me up on, on DM and say hi. Tell me what you got out of this, um, you know, interview. Tag Emma, of course, as well. But um, yeah, I, I love um, hearing from people. And if you want to take the next step, if you've read one of my books and you know that you really have to work on your money blogs, come over and join my money bootcamp. Um, we have monthly calls and it's available to join at any time. So that's on my website as well. I love it. And Denise's latest book, Chillpreneur, is out now. And you can get that from anywhere worldwide that sells books online or in store. Isn't that right? Yes. And it's also on Audible and Kindle. So you can read it in whatever way you want. And I read the book on, um, on Kindle, uh, sorry, on Audible too. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Denise, for coming on today and having a chat. It's been such a pleasure to hear your pearls of wisdom and learn even more about how we can be a chillpreneur. Thank you so much. Thanks, Emma. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Denise and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to Denise's website in the description below. And if you want to learn anything more about my coaching or anything else I have to offer, like my free content and videos, you can find it all on emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love guys. Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.